What's up? What's up? It's your boy K Steel. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that is tuning in, leaving comments in my DMs, um, that constructive criticism helping me grow um, on this platform of podcasting. But let's just go ahead and dive right in. Today, I just want to start off with some questions. I may be asking questions throughout the podcast, but let's start off with some questions. How much skin do you have in the game? Like, are you really invested in yourself like you say you are? Do you are you a person that practice what you preach or do you just like to hear yourself talk? I remember for a long time. I was a person who just loved to hear myself talk and it showed because there were times when I could be in a conversation and I couldn't wait to say something. And, it, and, and it's almost like. Even though I was present, I wasn't really present on what the other person was saying or other people were saying. I was just ready to talk just to hear myself talk. And it took like someone like a, a close friend of my mother to kind of point that out. I was like, "King, you just rambling, like give somebody else some time to talk. And I was like, huh? And at first it, it kind of threw me off. And I was like, what do you mean? But, you know, through some time and maturity, I realized that a lot of times in, in previous conversations, I would just kind of sit around and be like, OK, I'm present because I can regurgitate the whole conversation that the person was saying. But it was almost like I could not wait to uh, start talking afterwards. It's almost like when you're in a relationship and you and your spouse or you and your girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever's you know listening. You guys are uh, going back and forth in conversation or dialogue and you're not really listening to that other person. You just you just waiting. So because you, you have a rebuttal or you you have a reaction versus a response. You're not actively listening. And so I used to be that person. Um, never malice in my intent. But it's just the fact that, like, I felt like at one point, like my words matter, I think, because and before I, you know, dive into the stuff I want to dive into, you know, just a sidebar. I remember um, going to counseling one time and, and this counseling was to like kind of help me. This is later in life, um, just going through my my uh, relationship situation. And um, they pointed out some things in me. They were just like, OK, you know, what is it about you that you need to change? Like and I was looking and thinking about that and uh what are some things that you have done, some accountability about you? And I was like, man, I need to listen more. Even though I felt like I was a great listener, I felt because when I when I grew up in a household where, where you're told to be seen and not heard, I felt like I had no voice, like I didn't have much to say, even though I had like my voice or, or my words had value. But when you're when you grow up in a certain type of household and your parents, you know, they're like, no, <laughs> you need to be seen and not heard. It made me feel like I didn't have a voice, like I my words didn't have any power that I didn't. You know, it is very different for everybody. But I know for me, it was a hard thing. So I felt like I think it almost conditioned me to always want to talk sometimes to the point of almost over talking people and that's not good so now i'm better at listening so sometimes sure i like to hear myself talk because this is my passion this is what i love to do but through some time and some maturity um now it's easier for me to listen to others so i just won't have a rebuttal just just to have one you know what i mean um are you a person that, you know, have a serious problem with laziness, and procrastination? You know, I start this thing off with a lot of questions because I, I think sometimes we are not as transparent as we need to be. Right. We need to be a little bit more transparent with ourselves. You know, I heard somewhere that your greatest enemy and I believe this. Your greatest enemy or my greatest enemy is the one that's looking back at me right in the mirror today through that. Uh, drive through or <laughs> rearview mirror. That one that's staring back at me in the bathroom. The one that's hanging on my room door. My biggest and greatest enemy or our greatest enemies 
are the ones that staring right back at us. We are our greatest competition and sometimes we fail to realize that. When are you gonna start asking yourself the tough questions? Let's, let's, let's dive into six questions that help me start my morning. Number one, what am I thankful for? I feel like this really sets the mood for your whole day. I really thank God for just uh, just waking up because, you know, just on Facebook, you know, one of my friends, man, um, he was saying uh, he was sharing how he thought he was like self-diagnosing. Right. And one of my friends uh, recently. And, and I've definitely been praying for this brother had said that he was trying to self-diagnose it. He thought it was just like a gum infection in his mouth. And so he waste, waited some time and um, he took this picture from his hospital bed and he, he let us you know, know what was going on. And you never know what people are going through, right? And so it was crazy because he was self-diagnosing and uh, when he finally decided to go to the doctor, he found out he had stage four cancer in his throat. And he showed a picture to the side of his throat. And that hurt my heart to see something like that. So I'm going to tell you something. When you're in this negative space, trust and believe you got something to be thankful for. Trust and believe. My God sister didn't even know she was going through something. Posted, uh, and I haven't seen her in a while. Her and her hubby loved them to life, both of them. They, uh, uh, you know, they moved to uh, Texas. So don't, so we don't get to talk too often. But she put on uh, Facebook, you know, how grateful she was. And a lot of us didn't know she was cancer free the other day. Had no idea about my God sister going through cancer, man. So when you're sitting in this down and negative and dark space, I just want you to start your day. Was something to be thankful for, even if you only got like five things. I'm breathing. I can go to the bathroom on my own. I don't need a, uh, 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 what do you call that thing? A uh, decapitor? What? I don't know what that thing is called. I can, I got food in my fridge. It might not be filet me on, but I got a fridge or uh, uh, full of bologna in a, in a cabinet. For, I ain't ate bologna in years. Lord, where did that come from? <laughs> or a cabinet full of top ramen and rice. What am I thankful for? I remember the season, oh man, not to go too far off because I got a couple other questions for you. I remember a season where I was, um, I took over a friend's, uh, man, I felt like this friend really did me kind of, you know, kind of, kind of scandalous a little bit, but, um, there, there was a real, real good friend of mine back in the days and I was, you know, kind of knee deep in child support. I was getting my kids every weekend, um, knee deep in child support uh, uh my old school I had an old school real nice old school car if y'all was wondering it was a 1970 what was my 72 yeah it was a 19 uh yeah that old school was a 1972 cutlass it was primer gray with the with the, i don't want to get too much into that you know what i'm saying y'all know about old schools the uh uh you had the red ostrich leather two-tone with the charcoal gray uh interior oh man yeah i thought i was doing something but i remember at the season i was getting all my interior done i took everything out of the car right and uh so i needed another vehicle and my boy was about to lose his truck he had an suv um and he had told me i should have asked to see the paperwork but you know i was just doing something on good faith i told my boy i said man i need another vehicle um what's your notes like so he told me his notes they were astronomical they was ridiculous like 800 some dollars because his credit was jacked he said and because i'm thinking this is like my best friend my partner he wouldn't you know do me kind of scandalous so i'm paying that and the insurance and i had already kind of knew lightweight what his finances were but i was like you know what i've experienced a repo early in life 
let me help you at least um, get you some months in. And if I take over the payments, I take over the payments. If not, let me at least help you not um, lose this vehicle. So what happened was I paid um, a couple of months and I ain't going to say what the notes were. They were just retarded. I paid a couple of months uh, for my boy. Yes, it was a very nice SUV, but it also helped me, you know, get my kids for the weekend and I didn't have to try to put them in my old school whatnot. And I remember um, this is all the stuff that I'm, you know, I'm still in the first question. What am I thankful for? And so what happened was I got kind of curious. I was like, hey, what's up with your uh, let me see some paperwork. And I start asking questions. And as I start asking questions, all of a sudden he's like, hey, I'm going to need the truck back. And, I, and he never showed me that paperwork. So I think, honestly, he he really this is just kind of what was in my heart. He really was uh, getting over on me because of my kind heart to really help him. And that was just a lesson learned. I didn't I didn't lose my friendship because I didn't um, because about the money. And I was like, you know what? I squashed it. I didn't ask for no money back um, because he he kind of knew. And I felt that every time I brought that up, I felt that that he wasn't being uh, forthcoming with me about the car note or the insurance because he refused to show me. Because if you do something like that for somebody, they'll be like, oh, yeah, here it is. So I'm thankful that I got out of that situation within the first couple of months. OK, what are you thankful for? Number two. Uh, what do I desire to accomplish today? Do I even have a goal list? Like, what am I, you know, what do I desire to accomplish today? Very simple. You can't sit and waste time on all the things that you didn't accomplish from last week, yesterday, last year, five years ago. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know what I mean? I heard Les Brown say something and I was like, ooh, I thought that was good. He talked about, he says, um, wanna be honey's. I mean, wannabes don't make no honey. I said, what? Wannabes don't make no honey. So what do I desire to accomplish today? And uh, number three, what can I do different today to push myself toward my goals? That's if I even have a goal list, right? What can I do different today to push me toward my goals? Do I really, uh, uh, number four, What's this? Number four, five. Um, do I really believe what I say I can do? Do I really believe what I say, what I'm saying, like over myself, what I can really do? And if not, am I willing to change some things? So. Am I willing to ask myself those tough questions. So how much skin do you have in a game? Are you a person that practice what you preach, right? You hear me repeating these things because it needs to get in your heart. It needs to get in your spirit. And why do I ask so many questions? Well, I mean, I ask so many questions because I ask them to myself first before I share them with anybody. This is something that I do um, almost every day. One thing that I've learned uh, over these years is that you like you have to ask yourself those tough questions. And sometimes it might break you down and cry sometimes because sometimes you got to be real truthful about like your relationships, your finances. Sometimes you got to get to your lowest low before you realize that some things, you know, need to change. You have to. And sometimes you won't get there unless you ask yourself those tough um, questions, right? You will never reach your greatest potential if you're not willing to be transparent. I remember I'm saying these things, you know, I remember things about myself as I'm saying these things to you. I feel like I've wasted a lot of time uh, making excuses. And uh, it's just just so unnecessary. <laughs> it's so unhelpful when you're making all these excuses over yourself. You know, I was the king of excuse for many, many years. And then I realized something. I start changing one habit at a time. Like I listened to a lot of motivational speaking and it did something for me. What it did was it helped me realize 
that I was doing myself a disservice. And sometimes I had to do that, you know, just to make sure like wherever my life was going, some days I wake up in a funk. Some days you don't wake up super optimistic. Some days you're looking at your situation, you might live in a one room shack, you might live in a big old house and you're lonely. But I, I think I started by just changing one thing about myself. And I, and I realized like doing that, I said, oh man, I like how that feel. That's one accomplishment. If all these other things have failed me, what's one thing that I can break against this uh, 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 cycle, right? Of procrastination and laziness. So I would listen to my motivational tapes. And one of the things that I do, I get up very, very early in most mornings, pretty, pretty consistent, most mornings. And it'd be like sometimes two and three in the morning. But I heard somewhere, you know, through enough motivational tapes and just the feeling for myself, you get more done first thing in the morning. Now, a lot of people aren't early morning people. Some of y'all, y'all get up super, you know, super late and y'all can knock things out. Y'all can probably write a whole book before morning. But I'm a morning person, so I need, you know, that morning to get things done. And I realized by getting up early in the morning, I had a jump start on the rest of the world or, you know, this region anyway, uh, three or four hours ahead of everybody else. So by one or two o'clock, sometimes I would already be done with my day and I can enjoy the rest of my day. <sighs> this has been pretty good so far. I'm asking you all a lot of questions, but it's helping me see a lot of, you know, things in me that I, I still need to change. I think that, um, we have to, when we look in the mirror and see the things that we need to change about us, I think we should write it down sometimes because sometimes you don't really know what's in your head. Sometimes you don't even know what questions to ask um, until you write it down. I remember I was doing a, uh, somebody told me, hey, Ken, do some some free writing. And I was like, what is that? Some witchcrafty stuff? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? And it was like, no, no, no. Uh, sometimes you don't know what's in your heart until you write it down. And free writing is like, you don't have an agenda, you have a notebook, and it's almost like you clear your mind, you know? Uh, whatever steps you need to take to kind of clear your mind. Is it breathing exercises? Is it sitting in a quiet room? Is it listening to some like instrumental jazz music? But I remember just laying in the bed one time and I said, oh, let me do this, this technique. And I was just trying to see what was on my heart. And I remember uh, I, I pulled out the notebook and the pen and I started writing things from my childhood that I didn't even know I was thinking about. And I only wrote for they was like, Ken, write for like two minutes and then stop writing. Or was it two minutes? Yeah, it was like like two to three minutes and stop. Because it was like after a while, your brain gets to start formatting it on how you want this, the the the. Uh, whatever those thoughts are to be formatted. So it helped me bring out some things. And I was like, wow, I did not know I was dealing with that. And it was almost like not struggling with it, but I didn't know I was dealing with those things. So how much skin do you have in the game? And are you willing to really change some things to make yourself better? What one or two things are you willing to change just today? If you can't think of a whole bunch of stuff and listen, some of this information may be new. Some of it may be repetitive. But listen, you may not be motivated today to do this, but you got to make a change sometime. You got to have enough drive and determination often enough that you can start seeing some results. You got to start driving yourself because sometimes you're not going to have people around you to push you to do better. You may not have access to a phone or a motivational quote or a motivational video video to help you get to something great. So listen, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, right? But I really feel like a lot of us are living the status quo and we really need to do something different. So before I leave you, listen, let's change some things. Let's be more consistent in um, asking ourselves the right and the tough questions. Let's be a little bit more disciplined in our thinking. You know, take 30 minutes a day to start building new habits. Right. This is K Steel. Words of wisdom. Um, you can reach me on Kendrick Steel on uh, uh, Facebook. 
like standing still, you can reach me on uh, Instagram, Creative Ambition. Creative ambition is ambition means desire. And sometimes you have to create the desire. Even when you don't feel like it. <laughs> All right. Thank you all for staying with me. I'll talk to you all soon. Peace out. What's up? What's up? It's your boy K Steel coming to you live. Um, I just saw I got to start off by saying thank you to everybody who taps in, everybody who gives that word of encouragement. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, thank you for uh, contacting me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's feeling good. The love is, is is real. So check this out today. Let's talk about um, what are you waiting for? I mean, really ask yourself this question. Not just listen to me. <laughs> what are you waiting for? You know, I was having a discussion with uh, with a friend and they were telling me about like, oh, can you need to start a YouTube channel? And um, and I said, man, I started one like years ago. And nobody really, you know, uh, I, I immediately made an excuse. Right. And uh, I said, man, I only had a couple views, but it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. So th this morning I did a video on YouTube for about 30 minutes. It actually just flowed really nicely. But I think. Um, the reason why I want to talk about what, what are you waiting for is because a lot of times it feels like uh, we wait until we feel like it's the right moment, the right timing, the right this and the right that. And we never get around to doing it. You know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and even the one I just put up not too long ago um, or this morning, um, that video, right, didn't have the best, you know, picture quality, didn't have. And that's what I think I was waiting on. You know, in the past, I would buy this really nice camera. I got to make sure the lighting's right. And and it felt like I still didn't know what the heck I was doing. But what ended up happening was, you know, I would just record from my phone, you know, what whatever was on my heart. And so sometimes I feel like we we make the excuse that it has to be perfect instead of just uploading and doing it. Because I've been telling people about making money on YouTube for years. You know, I've watched a lot of videos on, on different things and getting subscribers and all that kind of stuff. And I'm I'm the main one trying to push people to do it. But yet I didn't do it. So if you're like me, I hope it's not too late. <laughs> if you're like me, I say get uh, make your YouTube channel, make your Instagram, make you uh, a, a Facebook. You know, um, you know, one of the things that was holding me back was everything wasn't on my checklist. Um, done. You know, I, I made a checklist. And when I look at that checklist, all it did was cause me to waste time. It caused me to be procrastinative. It caused me to be lazy in some areas. It There was fear, fear of failure, fear of success. And, um, and then there's so many other things down the list. And then I think what the checklist did when I didn't meet certain criteria, what the checklist did was it caused me to doubt myself. I don't know if you have been down that road with me, but I've doubted myself so many times, man. And it's and it's like, come on, Ken, you you smarter than that. You know, I was sharing in one of my old videos um, um, how for a long time I thought I was uh, not that smart, like on some real talk. I thought I wasn't that smart. Uh, I didn't believe I was ever a dummy, but I had this insecurity because of the name calling and, and the different four eyes. You know, you were <laughs> you were shunned upon to be a nerd in high school. You know, and some kids, they still don't know no better. They still, you know, um, they still talk about kids who are very intelligent. Um, but then you do have kids who celebrate that. Like, wait a minute. I want to be around the smart kid because obviously he gets all the good grades. But I remember growing up, I felt like the dumb one in a sense, like I was very um, optimistic about life. I was very observant about things. I, I always thought outside the box and I thought that was a problem. And so it built this insecurity that caused me to doubt myself and my abilities. And what happens is when when you are different, the people around you will think that you are right. They will think that you are um, the black sheep. 
you know, you hear that term, oh, you're the black sheep of the family, you're this, you're that. And you're like, nah, I can be the white sheep, the gray sheep, the whatever sheep, I'm just different. Have you ever seen a flock of sheep? And you might have that one, you have them all white, and then you have that one black one. And that one black one would be ostracized, or, or that one black one would be, um, you can, you, it's pushed it aside or look differently. You know, when, th- this is how I look at it now in life. And this is not on no arrogant stuff. When you know that you have greatness within, when you know you have a purpose and a calling to do something outside of the box, outside of what people have called you to do, I mean, um, uh, 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 labels that people have put on you, right? People are going to look at you funny, plain and simple. So it's never going to be the right time to do this or that. It's never going to be the right time You have to make time. I'm learning that we have all the same. We we all have the same 24 hours in a day, the same amount of opportunities. This is what I mean, mean by that. Some of us have things right at our fingertips. A phone call away. Somebody is willing to offer you something, um, willing to help you um, on your capital venture willing to help you with your entrepreneur endeavors, willing to help you study um, to take that that uh, uh, law exam or that uh, real estate exam or that um, help you create your own T-shirt line, help you create your YouTube channel, help you to brand. You have all these people that's willing to help you. But what happened is because you doubt yourself, you're not taking up on you're not taking people on none of those offers because uh, uh, you have anxiety and doubt and unbelief all in your your mix, all up in your core. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I mean, on some real talk, I've dealt with that so many years. And and to be honest with you, it 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 it's it's one of those deals where I had to get myself out of my funk, like on on some real plain and simple stuff. It's not going to take the amount of YouTube videos that I watch. It's not going to take somebody constantly whispering in my ear saying, you need to do this and you need. No, it's going to take me to say, you know what? The heck with this checklist. I'm going to just start doing stuff. Yes, you want it. Okay, I'm not negating having a checklist, a gold sheet, but sometimes we let that thing hinder us so much so, right? That is causing all these issues and we never get things done. How can you be the master, you know, the jack of all trades and a master of none? And I'm speaking from experience. I got experience in everything you can think of on everything. I was a taxi driver. I was a uh, I'm a licensed. I have a commercial license to drive big rigs for the past, say, 16 years. If anything's been consistent, it's been big rigging. Right. Um, I drew, drove my own taxi. I was, a, you know, I had my own big rig. Uh, um, I think I even started medical billing at one point, but that, you know, I couldn't finish that class years and years and years ago. Um, I've tried, you know, I've done everything from lay bricks, cut grass. Um, shoot, that list is, you know, I was a mover for three or four or five years, something like that. Uh, you know, the list goes down, down a line. But what was happening was I wasn't consistent because in my mind, I know there's something greater for me to do. But what happened is consistency in certain jobs was showing me a level of discipline and I didn't have it. So it was easy for me to quit a job because I always knew I'm going to get another one. But I think deep down in my core, it's it was me challenging myself to say that I don't want to rely on a job. I have these entrepreneur endeavors. That's why I would always go back to being an entrepreneur. I have all these entrepreneur endeavors that I got to tie into. But my point is, I've done so many things inconsistently that what it did was it even caused me to doubt my abilities, whether it was a, a, a worker or, uh, you know, working for somebody or working for myself. So I had to get consistent with some things. So it's okay to have the checklist, but sometimes you got to go out there and make things happen. How else will you know? How else will you know you don't like something? How else? So now, <laughs> with the many things I've been able to add to my list, I'm an actor now. 
I've been able to be on a couple of movie sets, whether the, the ones that don't have any money and the ones that's like 50, 60 million dollars. And that's pretty dope just to be able to experience that from the background perspective and see these are the things that I love to do. Oh, I also write and uh, eventually one day, you know, I'm gonna get some movies made and, and some books done and all that kind of stuff. So my point, what are you waiting for? Are you going to constantly be the jack of all trades and a master of none? So now my focus is different. I'm centered now. One of the things I work on a daily basis, on a daily basis, is my, uh, not just my writing, but my um, uh, focus on speaking. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing is speaking, whether it's to the schools, to the juvenile system, to the community centers. Um, I love talking. So I feed that gift every single day. I'm listening to my motivational tapes. I'm 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 writing some things down that that is motivating not only to others but to myself. I am constantly doing things that feed my gift. What are you doing to feed your gift? And don't get it twisted. Listen, the things that I'm talking about as far as the entrepreneur endeavors that I know that I'm called to do, some people um your job is to be that nurse. You're like the best nurse in the world. You know what I mean? Some people are called to be police officers. Some people are called to be um, uh, judges and teachers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? But there are, you won't know until you kind of jump into that field or you won't know until you challenge yourself. Some of the things that you've been trying to accomplish, you've been making all kinds of excuses. You, you, Everybody has that same 24 hours. And some people, you'll hear them tell stories and they're being honest. They work in two and three jobs and they still getting their degrees. And I'm speaking like a lot of the things that I learned, I have to learn on my own because sometimes I don't do good in a classroom setting. Sometimes I do. It's almost like a person wants to get in shape. They know that they're driving motivation to get in shape. They can't do it at their house because it's too many distractions. Oh, I got to clean this. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. But when they get into a gym atmosphere, right? Boom, they knock it out. They serious. They on their grind. Sometimes we got to get out of our environment to get on our grind. To, to, to make it happen, right? Um, it's a challenge sometimes. It is, it, it is seriously a challenge um, when you have all these distractions going on. But you have to, to say to yourself, you want more. Quit living the status quo, the mediocre lifestyle, right? You know, I took one of my uh, young men out for, uh, there, there's a couple of young men that's been in my life that I've been mentoring. I've been calling these guys my sons for like, you know, for a minute. But one of the young men, um, as they get older, you know, you don't get to see them as often. You don't talk to them as much. But there's one young man. I love this this kid. He's like uh, he'll be 21. Oh, my God. Next month. I've been around for some years now with this young man. And so I took him out to lunch and or, or breakfast and we just talked and uh, he just wanted to touch bases. Hey, Mr. Ken, I'm uh, I'm doing this. I'm still reading my Bible. I'm you know, I'm still uh, uh, motivating people. I'm still. And it was just exciting to hear where he's at and he was just like you know i'm focused on my basketball i'm uh he was a blessing to me yesterday and uh so it it, it lets me know that i'm doing something right I'm not saying i keep doubting myself in that area but it let me know i've been doing something right even in his life just being a positive role model you know what i mean and so i think it's it's uh we have to get to the point of we, we just got to get to the point of, of, of change. So seeing this young man helped me. It, it got me kind of excited. I'm like, you know what? I am making a difference. I am making even if it's one. See, you may be listen, you may be called to do some really, really great things. But God says he can't give you the master of much if you can't be the master of little. So even if it's one person at a time that I actually talk to and give some words of encouragement and feedback to, that's cool. I'm going to celebrate that. 
So meeting up with this young man and and hearing what he's been doing and and keeping him connected um, or me staying connected to him is a blessing. Right. It's showing me that I'm on track. And so we have to get to the point to where sometimes you might have to go to those meetings. Me, that was a meeting for me that let me that helped me understand that I'm still on track. Um, some of you, OK, are doubting yourself so much that it's it's almost like paralyzing. You can't move forward, backward to the side or anything because you are in that 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 paralysis like you are literally stuck where you are. So I challenge you today to stop wasting time, stop being procrastinative, stop being lazy and stop letting fear dictate everything. It's so important that you get fear out of your sit. Listen, there are some things that we are naturally afraid of, and that is fine. I mean, I'm afraid of jumping out of an airplane. So guess what? <laughs> you won't see me doing that. That's probably my spirit telling me that's not a safe bet for me. I'm not saying for somebody else, but for me, I'm not jumping out of no planes. So that is a healthy fear. Um, bungee jumping. I've seen too many ropes snap. Ah, That's a healthy fear. Some of these things are healthy. Some some people, you know, I, I was looking at a video um, not too long ago that Will Smith had did a bungee jump. Uh, me, not a bungee jump. Like he jumped out of a plane. He said that was the most freeing thing that he ever done in his life. And what it did was it it took it broke the limits off of fear off of him. But some people don't have to go to that extent. You know what your fears are. You know what some of the fears that you are. You, you're creating your own fears. Um, You know, many times we don't do things. It's because we are a fear of rejection. We are in fear of people abandoning, abandoning us. And so we don't move. We stay in some relationships that don't need to be stayed in. Like real talk. We stay around people that, that don't feed our gifts at all. But because we don't want to be alone, we stay with them. And it sucks. Because you unhappy. And they're unhappy. But this is the thing. It doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't. You're in these relationships. Listen, and, and if I want to just go off for a second on relationships. Sometimes we do have the best people in our life if we choose to do the work. It's that simple. Some of us are jumping relationship to relationship because we, we think the grass is greener on the other side when honestly, we're just not working on ourselves enough. Because everybody's going to have their quirks. Everybody's going to have some some whatever. Right. Everybody's going to have their, their shortcomings. But if people work on themselves the way they're supposed to, some of these so-called bad relationships is really not that bad. They can actually be pretty darn good. So I just encourage you today, work on yourself. OK, quit pointing the finger at everybody else. Don't look at the plank. And mean uh, the, the speck in somebody else's eye and, and, and fail to look at the plank, the, the telephone pole in your eye. It's very unhealthy, right? So back to my rent. <laughs> back to my rent on, uh, you know, what what's holding you up? You and only you at some point know what that exact answer is. And a lot of times it's because of fear of rejection and abandonment. We don't want certain people to leave us. So I encourage you today, let your mortality be your motivation. We are not promised tomorrow, people, but we live like it. We always putting things off. Why? Why are we always putting things off? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And the truth is, we never get around to it. Then we go all these years wondering what happened. Some of y'all are great at sewing wanted to design some clothes and you never got around to taking that sewing class. Oh, I don't have time, but you had time to go to the club. Oh, I didn't have time, but you had time for those family functions. Oh, I didn't have time, but you got time to, to binge watch uh green leaf or, you know, Netflix. 
So I want us to get out of these excuses and know that we're not promised tomorrow. So since we're not promised tomorrow, let's live today the way we're supposed to live it and get some things done. Quit, quit procrastinating. And listen, as much as I'm yelling at y'all in this radio right now, listen, <laughs> in this microphone, as much as I'm yelling at you guys, I promise I'm speaking to myself first. I'm feeling good today. I didn't did a YouTube video. I didn't did my, my podcast. Guess what I'm going to work on? The rest of the day, I'm going to be writing and, and uh, talking to my boy and collabing on some writing. Um, just being around some creative minds because that's that's how I got to do my day. You know what I mean? I got to keep this thing flowing. I'm feeling I'm feeling real uh, buttered up right now. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling like I need to be getting something done, people. So hopefully my energy done rubbed off on you because I'm going to tell you something. Because we're not promised tomorrow, we need to learn how to attack today. Now, check this out. Just because you didn't get something done yesterday, don't beat yourself up. Even if that means you only got 30 minutes per day. Get that 30 minute, like really knock that 30 minutes out, whatever it is. If you working out, give it the best 30 minutes you got. Quit with the excuses. If you write and give it the best 30 minutes. Whatever it is that you're 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 gravitating to. If you're welding, I don't know. Work on your car for 30 minutes if you want to be that mechanic. I, I We have to get to a point that we eliminate. I mean, literally eliminate excuses. Stop asking God for less problems. And start asking him to develop more skills. That's simple. It's K Steel. Words of wisdom. I know y'all was hanging on y'all seats. I seen y'all. Listen. K Steel, words of wisdom. Um, thanks for tuning in to your boy. Um, check it out. You can hit me on uh, uh, Facebook. So I'm expecting some new friends requests. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. I know this was a good one. This is probably my best one yet. I'm feeling real good today. Listen. <clears throat> hit me on facebook kendrick still s-t-i-l-l like standing still right and then creative ambition on instagram c-r-e-a-t-v-i-a-m um, i'm spelling it wrong <laughs> c-r-e-a-t-v-a-m-b-i-t-i-o-n creative ambition ambition means desire sometimes when we don't feel uh, uh, like we have the desire, we must create it. Creative ambition. Y'all be easy. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, K Steel, coming to you live. Um, I just saw... I got to start off by saying thank you to everybody who taps in, everybody who gives that word of encouragement. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, thank you for uh, contacting me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's feeling good. The love is, is, is real. So check this out today. Let's talk about um, what are you waiting for? I mean, really ask yourself this question. Not just listen to me. <laughs> what are you waiting for? You know, I was having a discussion with uh, with a friend and they were telling me about like, oh, can you need to start a YouTube channel? And um, and I said, man, I started one like years ago. And nobody really, you know, uh, I, I immediately made an excuse. Right. And uh, I said, man, I only had a couple views, but it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. So th this morning I did a video on YouTube for about 30 minutes. It actually just flowed really nicely. But I think. Um, the reason why I want to talk about what are you waiting for is because a lot of times it feels like uh, we wait until we feel like it's the right moment, the right timing, the right this and the right that. And we never get around to doing it. You know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and even the one I just put up not too long ago um, or this morning, um, that video, right, didn't have the best, you know, picture quality, didn't have. And that's what I think I was waiting on. You know, in the past, I would buy this really nice camera. I got to make sure the lighting's right. And and it felt like I still didn't know what the heck I was doing. But what ended up happening was, you know, I would just record from my phone. 
you know, what, whatever was on my heart. And so sometimes I feel like we, we make the excuse that it has to be perfect instead of just uploading and doing it. Cause I've been telling people about making money on YouTube for years. You know, I've watched a lot of videos on, on different things and getting subscribers and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm the main one trying to push people to do it, but yet I didn't do it. So if you're like me, I hope it's not too late. <laughs> if you're like me, I say get uh, make your YouTube channel, make your Instagram, make you uh, a, a Facebook. You know, um, you know, one of the things that was holding me back was everything wasn't on my checklist. Um, done. You know, I, I made a checklist. And when I look at that checklist, all it did was cause me to waste time. It caused me to be procrastinative. It caused me to be lazy in some areas. It There was fear, fear of failure, fear of success. And, um, and then there's so many other things down the list. And then I think what the checklist did when I didn't meet certain criteria, what the checklist did was it caused me to doubt myself. I don't know if you have been down that road with me, but I've doubted myself so many times, man. And it's, and it's like, come on, Ken, you, you smarter than that. You know, I was sharing in one of my old videos um, um, how for a long time, I thought I was uh, not that smart, like on some real talk. I thought I wasn't that smart. Uh, I didn't believe I was ever a dummy, but I had this insecurity because of the name calling and, and the different four eyes. You know, you were <laughs> you were shunned upon to be a nerd in high school. You know, and some kids, they still don't know no better. They still, te you know, um, they still talk about kids who are very intelligent. Um, but then you do have kids who celebrate that. Like, wait a minute, I want to be around the smart kid because obviously he gets all the good grades. But I remember growing up, I felt like the dumb one in a sense. Like I was very um, optimistic about life. I was very observant about things. I, I always thought outside the box and I thought that was a problem. And so it built this insecurity that caused me to doubt myself and my abilities. And what happens is when when you are different, the people around you will think that you are right. They will think that you are um, the black sheep. You know, you hear that term, oh, you're the black sheep of the family or this, you're that. And you're like, nah, I can be the white sheep, the gray sheep, the whatever sheep. I'm just different. Have you ever seen a flock of sheep? And you might have that one. You have them all white and then you have that one black one and that one black one to be ostracized or, or that one black one would be um, you can you is push it aside or look differently. You know, when th this is how I look at it now in life, and this is not on no arrogant stuff. When you know that you have greatness within, when you know you have a purpose and a calling to do something outside of the box, outside of what people have called you to do, I mean, um, uh, 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 labels that people have put on you, right? People are gonna look at you funny, plain and simple. So it's never gonna be the right time to do this or that. It's never going to be the right time. You have to make time. I'm learning that we have all the same, we, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. The same amount of opportunities. This is what I mean, mean by that. Some of us have things right at our fingertips. A phone call away. Somebody is willing to offer you something, um, willing to help you um, on your capital venture, willing to help you with your entrepreneur endeavors, willing to help you study um, to take that that uh, uh, law exam or that uh, real estate exam or that um, help you create your own t-shirt line, help you create your YouTube channel, help you to brand. You have all these people that's willing to help you. But what happened is because you doubt yourself, you're not taking up on, you're not taking people on none of those offers because, uh, uh you have anxiety and doubt and unbelief all in your, your mix all up in your core. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I mean, on some real talk, I've dealt with that so many years. And, and to be honest with you, it 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 it's it's one of those deals where I had to get myself out of my funk. Like on, on some real plain and simple stuff. 
It's not going to take the amount of YouTube videos that I watch. It's not going to take somebody constantly whispering in my ear saying, you need to do this and you need. No, it's going to take me to say, you know what? The heck with this checklist. I'm going to just start doing stuff. Yes, you want it. Okay, I'm not negating having a checklist, a gold sheet. But sometimes we let that thing hinder us so much so, right? That is causing all these issues. And we never get things done. How can you be the master, you know, the jack of all trades and the master of none? And I'm speaking from experience. I got experience in everything you can think of on everything. I was a taxi driver. I was a, uh, I'm a licensed I have a commercial license to drive big rigs for the past, say, 16 years. If anything's been consistent, it's been big rigging, right? Um, I drew, drove my own taxi. I was, a, you know, I had my own big rig. Uh, um, I think I even started medical billing at one point, but that, you know, I couldn't finish that class years and years and years ago. Um, I've tried, you know, I've done everything from lay bricks, cut grass. Um, shoot, that list is... You know, I was a mover for three or four or five years, something like that. Uh, You know, the list goes down, down a line. But what was happening was I wasn't consistent because in my mind, I know there's something greater for me to do. But what happened is consistency in certain jobs was showing me a level of discipline and I didn't have it. So it was easy for me to quit a job because I always knew I'm going to get another one. But I think deep down in my core, it's it was me challenging myself to say that I don't want to rely on a job. I have these entrepreneurial endeavors. That's why I would always go back to being an entrepreneur. I have all these entrepreneurial endeavors that I got to tie into. But my point is, I've done so many things inconsistently that what it did was it even caused me to doubt my abilities, whether it was a a, a worker or, uh, you know, working for somebody or working for myself. So I had to get consistent with some things. So it's okay to have the checklist, but sometimes you got to go out there and make things happen. How else will you know? How else will you know you don't like something? How else? So now (laughs) with the many things I've been able to add to my list, I'm an actor now. I've been able to be on a couple of movie sets, whether the the ones that don't have any money and the ones that's like 50, 60 million dollars. And that's pretty dope just to be able to experience that from a background perspective and see these are the things that I love to do. Oh, I also write. And, uh, eventually one day, you know, I'm gonna get some movies made and and some books done and all that kind of stuff. So my point, what are you waiting for? Are you going to constantly be the jack of all trades and a master of none? So now my focus is different. I'm centered. Now, one of the things I work on a daily basis on a daily basis is my uh, not just my writing, but my um, uh, focus on speaking. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing is speaking, whether it's to the schools, to the juvenile system, to the community centers. Um, I love talking. So I feed that gift every single day. I'm listening to my motivational tapes. I'm, I'm, I'm writing some things down that, that, is motivating not only to others, but to myself. I am constantly doing things that feed my gift. What are you doing to feed your gift? And don't get it twisted. Listen, the things that I'm talking about as far as the entrepreneur endeavors that I know that I'm called to do, some people, um, your job is to be that nurse. You're like the best nurse in the world. You know what I mean? Some people are called to be police officers. Some people are called to be um, uh, judges and teachers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But there are you won't know until you kind of jump into that field or you won't know until you challenge yourself. Some of the things that you've been trying to accomplish, you've been making all kind of excuses. You, you everybody has that same 24 hours. And some people you'll hear them tell stories. And they're being honest. They work in two and three jobs and they still getting their degrees. And I'm speaking like a lot of the things that I learned, I have to learn on my own because sometimes I don't do good in a classroom setting. Sometimes I do. It's almost like a person wants to get in shape. They know 
that they're driving motivation to get in shape, they can't do it at their house because it's too many distractions. Oh, I got to clean this. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. But when they get into a gym atmosphere, right? Boom. They knock it out. They serious. They own their grind. Sometimes we got to get out of our environment to get on our grind. To, to, to make it happen, right? Um, it's a challenge sometimes. It is, it, it is seriously a challenge um, when you have all these distractions going on. But you have to, to say to yourself, you want more. Quit living the status quo. The mediocre lifestyle, right? You know, I took one of my uh, young men out for... Uh, there, there's a couple of young men that's been in my life that I've been mentoring. I've been calling these guys my sons for like, you know, for a minute. But one of the young men, um, as they get older, you know, you don't get to see them as often. You don't talk to them as much. But there's one young man. I love this this kid. He's like, uh, he'll be 21. Oh my God, next month. I've been around for some years now with this young man. And so I took him out to lunch and or, or breakfast and we just talked and uh, he just wanted to touch bases. Hey, Mr. Ken, I'm uh, I'm doing this. I'm still reading my Bible. I'm you know, I'm still uh, uh, motivating people. I'm still. And it was just exciting to hear where he's at. And he was just like, you know, I'm focused on my basketball. I'm uh, he was a blessing to me yesterday. And uh, so. It, it, it lets me know that I'm doing something right. I'm not saying I keep doubting myself in that area, but it let me know I've been doing something right even in his life. Just being a positive role model. You know what I mean? And so I think it's it's uh, we have to get to the point of. We, we just got to get to the point of, of, of change. So seeing this young man helped me it, it got me kind of excited i'm like you know what i am making a difference i am making even if it's one see you may be listen you may be called to do some really really great things but god says he can't give you the master of much if you can't be the master of little so even if it's one person at a time that i actually talk to and give some words of encouragement and feedback to that's cool i'm gonna celebrate that so meeting up with this young man and and hearing what he's been doing and and keeping him connected um, or me staying connected to him is a blessing. Right. It's showing me that I'm on track. And so we have to get to the point to where sometimes you might have to go to those meetings. Me, that was a meeting for me that let me that helped me understand that I'm still on track. Um, some of you. Okay, are doubting yourself so much that it's it's almost like paralyzing. You can't move forward, backward, to the side, or anything because you are in that 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 paralysis. Like you are literally stuck where you are. So I challenge you today to stop wasting time, stop being procrastinative, stop being lazy. And stop letting fear dictate everything. It's so important that you get fear out of your sit. Listen, there are some things that we are naturally afraid of, and that is fine. I mean, I'm afraid of jumping out of an airplane. So guess what? <laughs> you won't see me doing that. That's probably my spirit telling me that's not a safe bet for me. I'm not saying for somebody else, but for me, I'm not jumping out of no planes. So that is a healthy fear. Um, bungee jumping. I've seen too many ropes snap. Ah, that's a healthy fear. Some of these things are healthy. Some, some people, you know, I, I was looking at a video, um, not too long ago that Will Smith had did a bungee jump. Uh, me, not a bungee jump. Like he jumped out of a plane. He said that was the most freeing thing that he ever done in his life. And what it did was it, it took, it broke the limits off of fear off of him. But some people don't have to go to that extent. You know what your fears are. You know what some of the fears that you are. You, you're creating your own fears. Um, you know, many times we don't do things. It's because we are a fear of rejection. We are in fear of people abandoning, abandoning us. 
And so we don't move. We stay in some relationships that don't need to be stayed in, like real talk. We stay around people that, that don't feed our gifts at all. But because we don't want to be alone, we stay with them. And it sucks. Because you're unhappy. And they're unhappy. But this is the thing. It doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't. You're in these relationships. Listen, and, and if I want to just go off for a second on relationships. Sometimes we do have the best people in our life if we choose to do the work. It's that simple. Some of us are jumping relationship to relationship because we, we think the grass is greener on the other side when honestly, we're just not working on ourselves enough. Because everybody's going to have their quirks. Everybody's going to have some some whatever. Right. Everybody's going to have their, their shortcomings. But if people work on themselves the way they're supposed to, some of these so-called bad relationships is really not that bad. They can actually be pretty darn good. So I just encourage you today, work on yourself. Okay. Quit pointing the finger at everybody else. Don't look at the plank and mean uh, the, the speck in somebody else's eye and, and, and fail to look at the plank, the, the telephone pole in your eye. It's very unhealthy, right? So back to my rent. <laughs> back to my rent on, uh, you know, what, what's holding you up? You and only you at some point know what that exact answer is. And a lot of times it's because of fear of rejection and abandonment. We don't want certain people to leave us. So I encourage you today, let your mortality be your motivation. We are not promised tomorrow, people. But we live like it. We always putting things off. Why? Why are we always putting things off? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And the truth is, we never get around to it. Then we go all these years wondering what happened. Some of y'all are great at sewing, wanted to design some clothes, and you never got around to taking that sewing class. Oh, I don't have time. But you had time to go to the club. Oh, I didn't have time. But you had time for those family functions. Oh, I didn't have time. But you got time to to binge watch uh, Green Leaf or you know Netflix. So I want us to get out of these excuses and know that we're not promised tomorrow. So since we're not promised tomorrow, let's live today the way we're supposed to live it and get some things done. Quit, quit procrastinating. And listen, as much as I'm yelling at y'all in this radio right now, listen, <laughs> in this microphone, as much as I'm yelling at you guys, I promise I'm speaking to myself first. I'm feeling good today. I didn't did a YouTube video. I didn't did my, my podcast. Guess what I'm going to work on the rest of the day. I'm going to be writing and, and uh, talking to my boy and collabing on some writing. Um, just being around some creative minds, because that's that's how I got to do my day. You know what I mean? I got to keep this thing flowing. I'm feeling I'm feeling real uh, buttered up right now. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling like I need to be getting something done, people. So hopefully my energy didn't rubbed off on you because I'm going to tell you something because we're not promised tomorrow. We need to learn how to attack today. Now, check this out. Just because you didn't get something done yesterday, don't beat yourself up. Even if that means you only got 30 minutes per day. Get that 30 minute, like really knock that 30 minutes out, whatever it is. If you working out, give it the best 30 minutes you got quick with the excuses. If you write and give it the best 30 minutes, whatever it is that you're 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 gravitating to. If you're welding, I don't know, work on your car for 30 minutes if you want to be that mechanic. I, I We have to get to a point that we eliminate. I mean, literally eliminate excuses. Stop asking God for less problems. And start asking him to develop more skills. That's simple. It's K Steel. Words of wisdom. I know y'all was hanging on y'all seats. I seen y'all. Listen. K Steel, words of wisdom. Um, thanks for tuning in to your boy. Um, check it out. 
You can hit me on uh, uh, Facebook. So I'm expecting some new friends requests. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. I know this was a good one. This is probably my best one yet. I'm feeling real good today. Listen, <clears throat> hit me on Facebook, Kendrick Steele, S-T-I-L-L, -L, like standing still, right? And then Creative Ambition on Instagram, C-R-E-A-T-V-I-A-M, oh, I'm spelling it wrong, <laughs> C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N, Creative Ambition, Ambition means desire. Sometimes when we don't feel uh, uh, like we have the desire, we must create it. Creative ambition. Y'all be easy. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.